Hey, hey guys, welcome back. As you may have noticed, uh, in the last two episodes, I did introduce interviews on the podcast. So you can check out my conversation with my mom in episode 52 and then my brother in episode 53. Now with podcast guests comes a bit of communication and coordination, which brings me to today's topic, managing guest pitches and communication. So in today's episode, I want to talk about that communication and the expectations that come with hosting a podcast, how to manage pitches, but also how to communicate with your guests once they're booked on your show. Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com. Plus, you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In podcast. So let's clock in and get to work. Now, let's imagine that you are brand new to podcasting. You're a brand new host. So whether or not you do have a podcast today, I'm going to talk to you like you're that brand new host. Now, new podcast hosts will start to see a rise in podcast pitches as their podcast releases new episodes each week. I know I saw it personally, even though I wasn't conducting interviews on my show. There are a few ways that you can manage these pitches. So you can let them come directly to your email. You can direct them to a special podcast email. You can have someone on your team manage them. And you can also create an application form for those pitches. Now, I do love me a good application form, especially when you're getting tons of pitches. The problem that I primarily see is that podcasters aren't necessarily responding to the applicants, which is understandable if you're getting a lot. So let's talk about what to include in your podcast application form so that applicants are providing you with everything you need to know. Now, I always start with the name, the business name, if you're a business-related podcast, and email address, but then I always like to encourage applicants to share the topic that they want to talk about along with at least three key takeaways that a listener can walk away with. This helps you understand what they really want to talk about because I've seen far too many pitches say like, It's the same phrase. I can talk anything related to business. Now, beyond those fields, I also recommend asking for a website, some kind of random fact about them for fun, and how they heard about your podcast. Now, you can go into more detail with each of these questions about getting more into their topic to help further determine if they're right for your audience, which will help you qualify them for your show. Once they hit submit on the application, it's important that your thank you message or the automated email responder communicate expectations with them. And this means including how often you review applications, how long it'll take before you reach out, and if you'll reach out whether or not they're a good fit. If you're not using an application form for your podcast, this typically means that you or someone on your team is managing it all through email, which is totally fine. It's how I'm managing mine at this point. So one thing I'd love to see change in the industry, and I am preaching to the choir here because up until last year, I was doing this exact same thing, but I want to see more rejection emails go out. I don't want to see you ignoring pitches. And this isn't because I like to inform people of 
rejections or no's because I'd rather they just know where I stand than to question it or continuously follow up even after I've ghosted them. So that's where rejection email templates comes in. And I know that sounds a little scary, rejection email templates, but I did create a pack of six podcast pitch rejection email templates, which are available for $19 in my shop. So included in this pack are an automated response to pitches, which this is basically for the application thank you page or your automated responder for your inbox for podcasting. And then there's also a not accepting applications response template. There's a not a good fit response template. There's a not at this time response template. And my favorite is the that's a bad pitch response template because yes, these are emails that make the industry better and you can do it kindly. And then I also have a your interview wasn't a good fit response template that you can send after an interview has been completed because it does happen. There are times that interviews just don't go as well as you planned or they're just not a great fit for your audience and you didn't do the due diligence before the interview to realize that. And sometimes interviews just aren't great. Now, I also have a bonus in addition to those six. I have a bonus one called the DM responder. And this is for getting pitches out of your DMs and into your inbox. Because if you are managing your pitches in your DMs, you've got to get them out of there. It's so hard to keep up with and to keep a paper trail of what people are talking about. So I highly recommend just getting them to the right place, whether that's the application form or the email you can take them out of the DMs very easily. So why do I think it's important? I think the best way to improve the industry is to provide feedback to the people who are trying to make it in the industry, but also to stop wasting people's time. Over the last year, I've received a number of pitches for clocking in. At first, I was ignoring them, but then I realized that I do have to educate some people on certain things. First, my podcast for the last year has not hosted interviews. For 51 episodes, I did not have a single interview on the show. So my rejection email was based on that. It was short and sweet, and I highlighted that my podcast just didn't do interviews. Now that I do, I have adjusted based on the needs of the pitch. If it's not a good fit or it doesn't fit into my calendar, I have started to let them know. If it's a terrible pitch, I've actually started to respond to those and kindly because otherwise they're not going to get booked on a podcast and they're not going to get better until someone tells them what they don't already know. Now let's go back to the phrase, <laughs> my favorite phrase, I can talk anything related to business. That pitch I've seen time and time again. I get it. If you're brand new to pitching yourself and you don't know that there are niche topics and conversations that you can have about business. Like for example, I can take business and then let me select one category. So inside of business, we have marketing. So now that I'm talking about marketing, I could build out 500 plus conversations on that one topic because there's just so much to talk about. And if I selected marketing, I could specifically select email marketing and do the same thing. So the next time that you get a bad pitch, or one that doesn't fit with your audience, let them know. And I have that exact template in my podcast pitch rejection email template pack. Now this idea actually came to me when I got a pitch in my inbox a few months ago, and it wasn't from a podcast pitch, it was from a podcast production company 
who said they listened to an episode of my podcast, liked what I had to say, and told me that they wanted to produce my show. I get it. It's a cold pitch. But had they taken 60 seconds to listen to the first minute of my show, they would have noticed that my company, Gavin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs, is the producer and the sponsor of the show. So rather than ignoring it, I decided to let them know. And I let them know kindly that that is actually what I do and my company sponsors my show and, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, but I didn't hear back from them. But it taught them a lesson for future pitches, or at least I hope it did. Now, in my podcast pitch rejection email pack, I have created these six templates with intention. They're concise, they get the message across, but they're also kind. And you can grab these templates for $19 at the link in the show notes or gaffincreative.com slash shop. And yes, I am pitching you a product in this episode because I do believe in these templates. I think templates are so valuable. I use them every single day in my business. And when people started asking me for these, I knew I had to share about them. Now, once you've moved out of that pitch phase, we're looking at pitching potential guests yourself and then also communicating with them after they're booked. And I do think guest communication is key to having both a successful interview, but also a successful promotion of the show with your guest. The more informed they are about the podcast episode, the more likely they are to work the show into their promotional materials. And you guessed it, <laughs> I have a pack of six email templates specific to guest communication. And this is something I've developed over the years knowing the workflows that I have set up and how I like to work them in. So from a simple pitch, and I will say this, this is not like an over-the-top pitch that's going to land you every single client. This is more so for the people that you've had relationships with and you just are putting it on their radar that you want them on the show. So it's from a very simple pitch to prepping them for an interview all the way to reminding them that their episode is live. And I've written these for ease of use, and you can grab them for $19 as well in my podcast shop at gaffincreative.com slash shop, or you can get them at the link in the show notes. Now included in this pack of guest communication email templates are templates for the following. The first is pitching a potential guest, and this helps you get in their inbox and share your request. The second email is scheduling an interview with the guest. So once they've agreed to the podcast, you'll shoot them this email for easily scheduling their interview, which it does require a scheduling tool like Calendly. And later this week, if you're listening to this on the air date, I have a blog post coming out on the blog all about Calendly and how you can use it to schedule interviews. And so it's a step-by-step instructional blog post. So um, we'll make sure to link that once it's live. So on Thursday, come back to the website and we will have that in the show notes. Now, the next template that we offer is a media request from your assistant or your producer. So if they're handling creating graphics and some of the communication, it's just a little extra email template for them to use to get that before your interview. Now, the next thing that you'll want to consider is an interview prep and, and media requests if your assistant isn't handling that. And in this interview prep, it includes like a questions guide and the tech information that they need. So like headphones, if they have a microphone, that kind of stuff. It just helps them to better prepare for the interview. And then you'll also like drop in the link where they'll click over to join the interview. 
Now, another one is the episode is going live email template. And I recommend sending this out ahead of time so that they can plan to schedule it into their own promotions. But then another email template that's included is the reminder email that their episode is live. And I usually recommend sending this out the day before or the day of the release. Now, these email templates make it super simple for you to communicate with your guests, share the information they need, but also help keep you organized in all of the things you need from them. So if you take anything away from today's episode, make sure that you are communicating with your guests, your potential pitches, and even the ones you're saying no to. While it can be easy to just go with emotions and ignore emails and pitches, and let guests find out that their podcast is live with an Instagram post, it is not the most effective way for the industry to operate. And I just think we could do a little bit better, myself included. (laughs) So if you're interested in grabbing these two packs of email templates, you can snag them for $19 a piece at gaffincreative.com slash shop. Or you can check out my podcast bundle, which includes all of my shop items at a discounted price. Head to gaffincreative.com slash shop. And while you're there in the shop, you'll also find all of my podcast educational offerings from courses to free downloads and even a year's worth of blog posts at gaffincreative.com slash shop. So thank you all so much for listening to today's episode and I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, Clocking Out.